we spoke about it. I've been thinking in my head that I think I'm thinking of it like squash. Like we are the concentrate, you know, pour in like what a tenth or whatever of your drink. Mm-hmm. And then the listeners' opinions and comments is is the water filling up the glass. You know what I'm saying? That is a we very are, weird way of putting it, but yeah, we sure. are the espresso, okay. as, as Kanye would say. So okay. we have a lot to talk about again this week, Jay. I'm very excited. I think you're pretty stoked to get some thoughts off your chest as well. Uh, I guess so. so yeah. yeah, you are. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's just get right to it, Jay. Mm. Uh, AC Odyssey again. Yeah. Uh, both been playing it. Do you want to give me an update of what you we had a quick discussion earlier this week? I was asking you about kind of yeah. I was struggling a bit, but we'll go on to that. But yeah, do you want to give us an update? Uh, what like on where I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I last night I finished it entirely got all the achievements for it incredible for Which, all the DLC <laughs> for everything yeah the whole thing all 93 achievements however many it was you, this might be the biggest achievement list that we'll ever accomplish because that is uh, a hell of a lot of achievements yeah so the only other one that I think I came close to and I know I know you you're pretty close to was Borderlands 1 which had the exact same gamer score it was 1850 Really? Yeah, and I have I have eighteen thirty on it. I'm one achievement away, (laughs) and I have been for like ten years. I just haven't bothered to finish it. What have you got it on? What do you mean? What what have you got on three sixty? Yeah. What achievement is it? Uh, I think there's like a certain drop from like the last boss in the last DLC, the claptrap boss. Yeah, I think there's a certain drop that I just would. I honestly, I must have done for like twenty plus hours. It's just it never dropped for me. Oh, oh, okay, but fair enough. So, yeah, not going to pursue that. Fair play. I mean, I could probably go back to it, but I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've just seen I've actually sold my copy of the Game of the Year edition, which oh, okay. is really bad for the 360. But um, I would have I would have seen if we could have got that. But so apologies about that. Yeah, sorry. Um, fair, fair. That's yeah. that's really annoying. So you finished it? I did, and I oh man, it's so nice. <laughs> you feel relieved Uh, it's weird it was a mixture of relief and also sadness of like i'm probably not going to play it that much anymore which is natural you have although i don't i know i'm playing it right now so i don't know (laughs) what um what what are you doing at the moment i'm farming so the way this game plays now i guess is that you can just spend the time to grind to get the perfect build for like how you want to play i suppose or like you know like more damage essentially because i can still do new game plus on this if i really wanted to yeah which i'm actually tempted to do because i'm only level 78 know, so. i didn't even know that was an option yeah new game plus oh that's awesome uh, I'm, I'm only level 78 now so if i want to get to 99 i might have to do new game plus so what is the max level i think it's 99 from what i've seen okay and so is new game plus open as soon as you finish the story yeah as soon as you finish the main story it's like right if you want to do new game plus you can if you don't want to you don't have to so because the game seems to do a really good job of scaling up with you despite the different area levels Mm. um how how does new game plus work in in that respect uh let me look at it really quick it actually gives you i think like a explanation 
Is it like a kind of, if you want to uh, just do that. the story again, um, maybe different Yeah, options? I think you keep all your abilities, uh, you keep all your gear, but I think it just basically just resets everything else, <laughs> I want to say. It might actually it might actually just reset your abilities, I'm not sure. No, it shouldn't, re- it shouldn't reset your abilities. There is a description, it does tell you if you hover over it, I think on the main menu it should tell you, I think. Okay, can you pick Cassandra or Alexios at the start? Uh, here we go. Uh, allows you to restart the game from the beginning while keeping most of your progression. Your resources, levels, abilities, weapons, gear, ship upgrades, as well as the lieutenant acquired from the store and the Ubisoft cl- club will carry over to your new playthrough. So, okay. yeah, just restart do you, the do mission. You have to, do you have to stick with the character you chose? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay, understood. Okay. And yeah. um, so you've thoroughly enjoyed the DLCs, or yeah, that's the thing. I really don't want to say too much because I know you've still got you know okay. plenty to go. Yeah, but yeah, they're like I mean, even you know they're very memorable. Like you're, you're not going to forget these anytime soon. Like it's just such a ride. Like really is. Okay, interesting. I I never really heard that much reception about the DLCs. I I'm think surprised, that's because to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, I haven't. And to be fair, DLCs do get generally less kind of showcase yeah than i'm actually kind of disappointed in myself for like <clears throat> not having done the dlcs for other ac games they're 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 all right to be fair the thing is though i can't see myself going <laughs> back to do them again is there any is there any ambition jay to get all the achievements for any of the old ac games yeah that, 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 part of that is in me but not really at the same time okay <laughs> like it took if me you... 105 hours to do this one so i don't know Wow, what the DLC? All of it, the whole thing. From Jay, start I'm like finish. I'm like 55 hours in. I haven't even finished the main game. Yeah, yet. I know. It's because you're taking your bloody time, aren't you? I know. I love it. I love it. Thing is, though, it's, you it's like... you can't really play as much as I can, right? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I think and, that's a big part of it. Is that you're and, most of your, most of my day literally is wake up, play, shower, play, eat, play, pl- eat, <laughs> sleep, play, eat, yeah. shower play bed like that's I, it's, it's, I think I'm doing most of the time I think I'm on average like 9 to 10 hours a day of playing the game yeah so in reality if you play this game 10 hours a day for 10 days you're pretty much going to do everything aren't you yeah yeah that yeah that's but fair if you can't do that much then it'll take a lot longer but I think I don't know uh, I feel like part of me would probably get more annoyed or more anxious if it took me longer to do. Like I feel like I played this at just the right pace for me. Like I don't know if it's different for you. I mean, I'm playing at my pace and I'm I'm loving it. Yeah. I think I think it, it, sounds it like, really is just all about like your pace, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think yeah. giving you the option to play at your pace, like I think it's been amazing that you've been able to play at your pace and I've been able to play at my pace, and there seems to be no negative impact in that respect. Yeah, I think if I played it too slow or if I played it too quickly, I'd probably... Like, I really am that sort of Goldilocks gamer, I guess you could call it. Like, right in the middle. Like, not too quick, not too slow. Like, right in the middle. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, fair. If I could give you a few quick add-ons slash DLCs to maybe just take a look at, um, I think... I, th- I admire the Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood DLCs, but they're not very, very substantial. Oh. And I... I think I know what you're going to say. To be fair, the Lost Archive and Revelations is is 
perhaps better than expected. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 is a big one. The Tyranny of King Washington is pretty good. It's got some superpower stuff in it, which is cool. I, say, I feel like I can't need to retract what I said last week about Origins a little bit. Okay. I think it's a bit higher up on my list. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. The more, the more I've thought about it, I think it's slightly up there. And also because Origins sort of like, or Odyssey and Origins are obviously like so Very close similar. together. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, I think what it is, Jay, is that there's just that missing key motivating factor in Origins, which is that uh, while we like the main characters, they're just not that, what would you call it? Um tempting i guess like you don't particularly want to see the story fold out you will because the gameplay is good but mm. and and i i it for me despite the fact that odyssey is probably a bigger map origins did feel more bloated and more spread out whether that's true or not i don't know but that's how i feel about it yeah uh okay. so some more, some more dlc tyranny king washington's good Nice alternative t- history timeline. Freedom Cry is really good from what I remember, mate. You play as, I want to say Adewale. Maybe I'm butchering that name. Okay. But you play that as, does um, sound familiar, actually. Edward Kenway's first mate. That's cool. Uh, just going through my head now. Can't even remember if Unity and Rogue had any. Oh, Unity did. Dead Kings, I think, and some other. Uh, I would go Jack the Ripper, but you said you tried that. No, I, uh, I, need to, I think I will give that a shot at some point. And I wouldn't bother with hidden ones and cursed pharaohs if you you know if you didn't extremely like. I was going to say apparently there's something in there to this that's to do with the story, quite major oh. in the story in what hidden ones or one, uh, I think it might be in one of those. But gosh, if, I, if, if it's honestly, I don't really want to say too much because it might spoil it for you to be honest. <laughs> well, if it's cursed pharaohs, I might have missed that completely because. I don't even know if I finished it. I oh, just got the go. achievements and, oh, and ran. Yeah, I think um, to be like the way I felt about finishing this is uh, this, the end of this DLC story-wise co- sort of gives me enough info for me to know what's happened before. Sure. Like it sort of gives you everything again, kind of. So I'm like, yeah, right, I'm, yeah. I don't even need to bother with the old one because I've, I've just gone right to the end and it's told me everything's happened before anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't need to worry too much. Yeah. Uh, kind of where I am at with AC Odyssey then. So Sorry, no, actually, let's just finish with you. So you finish the story, mm. you finish the DLCs, you might still be playing it, but and you've got all the achievements, which is cool. And what, what do you think of the achievement list, Jay? I would say don't look at it. <laughs> okay, understood. It'll, it'll definitely, like, if you read into it too much, it'll definitely spoil it. I hate achievement lists like that, dude. There's, but there's secret achievements to prevent that, I assume. Uh, yeah, there are some secret ones, but actually, yeah, that's, actually, that's probably right. The secret ones are probably the ones I'm talking about, actually. Oh, of course, because you can't tell after it's unlocked. Yeah, 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 I didn't actually check properly, but yeah, I imagine. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're probably right. The ones that are secret ones, I think, are the spoilery ones, so that makes sense. Okay, you talking about for the DLC? Uh, Yeah. And the main gate, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. I'd probably just say the DLC, actually. So now that you've completed it, Jay, and you've had a bit more time to think about the game, what, what you, you know, where does it stand for you? It's definitely number one. Really? Like, I mean, out there, without question? I think I need to go back and finish Syndicate, like the, the DLC or whatever, potentially. 
Okay, sure. Syndicate is definitely like still holds a place in my heart for how good it was. Yeah. But this is this is like another level. This is this is just insane. Like Yeah, a lot of people Jay as as we do perhaps stick a lot of credit to Assassin's Creed 2. Um but I think when you go back and actually play it it's quite yes. obvious that it's it's a a relic of its time. Definitely. And I think it's playable. No doubt it's playable and enjoyable. And if you haven't played any Assassin's Creed games, I would still recommend going oh, back start to the first one. Start, yeah, start from one. Do not ever go straight to a new one. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And even though that's super daunting for a lot of people, yeah, considering it'll take how long you they are. about a thousand hours to get to where <laughs> we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really worrying, isn't it? I, I think Assassin's Creed 2 maybe gets a, like, do you know what it is, Jay? I think Assassin's Creed 2 was just so much better than we expected and was was better at the time. It, what I mean is... Yeah, I think no, it, was, it was massive for the time. Yeah, it was really quite incredible for the time. Whereas Odyssey maybe is not as incredible, but still pretty incredible. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, the jump's not quite as much. Yeah, but which it, I'm, I don't know how much of a jump is going to be to Valhalla, that's the thing. Yeah, that's a great great point mate yeah i'm hoping it's going to be i'm not sure i've got i'm going to talk about that in a little while anyway so yes yes so uh give you a bit of background on where i am at um for the people i'm still going through very ocd <coughs> i'm 55 hours or so uh through just going through each area clearing all the locations doing some story missions as well Every time I have a podcast come up on my feed that I need to listen to, for me, that's pretty much it. Okay, Nick, you need to go clear locations now while you listen to the podcast. And I've got to give some credit where credit's due. The Spotify app on Xbox One, mixed with the ability to flick between Netflix and Now TV to back to Odyssey, it's just providing such a great experience for me where I can just put on a, a podcast on Spotify, turn up the, the volume from the game to Spotify and have that however much I want be able to pause the podcast whenever I want if I go to a story quest. And yeah, just I was be able to... that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, whether I, I... Like, you have to pause it to be able to listen to the story, I imagine you will, because I, I yeah. can't do podcasts and stories <clears throat> at the same time. It's close to impossible. Yeah, no, it's it's all about listening to every detail yeah, on story missions. Especially in this game, my God, like the detail is so important in this game. Yes, yeah. Like, more so... than you actually realise, it's insane. Probably. Probably. And um, yeah, so uh, so every time I finish listening to a podcast, it's kind of back to story mode sort of thing. Mm. But um, yeah, so just really enjoying it. I think I told you earlier this week, I had a bit of a dry spell where I was clearing out areas and I was like, okay, I'm getting a bit run down now. I need to do some story because this is... But to be fair, I had played the game for about 10 hours that day or something crazy. So I... Naturally, <laughs> I think you're going to get a little bit bored or, or a little bit fed up. After yeah, that. there definitely are parts where I've sort of, you know, been like, I need to come off this now. But actually, more to do with me maybe maybe getting a headache than yeah, anything exactly. else. Having a like, break. The only time yeah. I ever feel like coming off this, like most of the time I come off this and be like, I just want to play it right now. Like I just want to wait. I want to literally the moment I put my head down on my pillow, I want. I'm like, I want to wake up. I want to wake up. I want to wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. so amped to play it again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, can't, I can't keep. I, I agree. I'm waking up and I'm like, yeah, man, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, down. Very motivated. I was kind of annoyed. I was thinking to myself last night, like, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm just going to go back to that like boring sort of like, oh, what do I do? Sort of situation. 
yeah. think of what else to play at this point, but I don't know. I I think it's provided a hell of a lot of content for you though, Jay, in these oh, last buddy, few yeah. days. Like, really... Every day has been so enjoyable. And yeah, it's yeah, it's been it's been good for you. I think you just really you could do with Cyberpunk being out, I think, at this point. Yeah. Or anything like that we're looking forward to, I guess. I think we're gonna be seeing some of these big games a lot sooner than we think, you know. I, I think so. we'll be seeing most of these big games in October and November time. I think you'd be we'll surprised. Be- I think they're going to come out earlier just because um, people are going to want to know, actually. I mean, they, I, don't, I don't know, but potentially. Also, it depends on when the consoles out. launch. I think that, that will influence them as well. Um, yeah, so, Jay, while we're talking about Odyssey, um, I think we're still both fairly in love with it. Obviously, like I'm at different points to you are. By the way, we will absolutely have a small spoiler session for all the story moments and DLC. I think it's probably best now to wait till I'll finish the whole thing before we do that, Jay, because if not, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll start talking about the story and then you'll be like, oh, yeah, but you haven't played the DLC. So, so I'll finish I mean, the game. That's kind of how I feel now. I literally, I'm so afraid of saying anything because it's like... <laughs> There's so doing, much I wanted to say already, but I just can't. You're um you're doing very well, Jay. You're doing very yes, well. The restraint, the willpower. <laughs> exactly. Um outstanding, some might say. Mm. So yeah, so we'll, I'll finish the game. We'll probably get all the achievements. It sounds doable, which is great. It sounds like it's not really, really hard, which is also great. And we will then have a small spoiler discussion where we can talk about all the story elements and we'll obviously give you a fair warning but just like a few things jay a few specific things i wanted to talk to you about that we did yes. time to talk about last last week what are your thoughts on the music jay yeah i was actually weirdly thinking about it last night um i feel like when i was playing the syndicate the music was like definitely part of it yeah and I think whenever you think back to most Assassin's Creed, you think of like that one tune. Just uh, the music does change, doesn't it? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'll probably remember. I'll probably be humming this bloody Assassin's Creed music quite a bit in the future, just because it's like you know I've listened to it so much. Yeah. What do you think about the sea shanties? Yeah, the I would. T- I, I turn those A-shanty. off instantly. Really? I hate them. They suck. Oh, oh they, no! They felt they felt normal in in Black Flag. I was like, oh, a sea shanty, that makes sense. Um, but in this, I'm like, no, I don't like it. Not even a little bit. I like the moment it happens. I'm like, no, be quiet. <laughs> and I just turn it off. Like press left on the wow. D pad, it's gone. That's so funny because I I thought as soon as they happened, I was like, that's so awesome that they've done yeah. that small detail. Okay, interesting. Yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Okay. Okay, and then also thoughts, Jay. We we didn't actually discuss perhaps one of the coolest gameplay. Sorry, let me get this right in my head. Yeah, evolution of gameplay mechanics in Assassin's Creed history, which is that Eagle Vision went from like being able to see the world and kind of see through. Yeah, form. so it's that like weird bluish type of hue that everything came right. up with a gold or red, right? Back in the right. day, yeah, yeah, and it's gone from that to an actual eagle so that was in origins wasn't it yes and it was in unity no no see uh, weirdly in my mind it was in unity but obviously not no just just um just origins yeah okay don't you think that's like the coolest thing ever yeah i actually have a little bit of an issue with it only that 
Uh, I feel like I, it says whenever you get a sync point that uh, the his eagles, range. yeah, his range or like his ability to be able to see things becomes better. But yeah. it's like it's still a bit iffy sometimes. Like I'll be hovering over a point where it's like I literally cannot move it anymore, and it still won't pop up. Like you kind of have to move to actually like see the thing what it actually is. It doesn't really go through buildings as much as it should do. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. that. Can be a bit annoying, but that's like my one of my only real like, you know. In fact, uh, I actually drives, think I it, it works better in Origins, from what I can remember that the yeah. eagle did. Um, okay. But I, I just thought it was. It, do you know what it is, Jay? The ability to see these beautiful landscapes at any point, like at any point you want. And just be able to go as high as you want, and and it fulfills that OCD element where you like you need to know your surroundings, oh, and yeah. you can quickly just with the press of a button, you can learn the entire island's kind of landscape and know where you're headed, what you know, where the enemies are, etc. And it, I think, it's just brilliant. Yeah, no, that'll that'll be a big like part of the next load of them, I guess. Hopefully, I'm just yeah, curious so how they're gonna how they're gonna. Uh, incorporate that after Valhalla because it makes sense of Valhalla with the crow and like Odin I guess but yes I don't know how else they're going to do that whether it's going to keep with the eagle theme or what I don't know yeah I imagine that the crow will replace the eagle just yeah in the next one but after that I don't know yeah, Actually, yeah, I had to have a think about where they're going to go after Valhalla, even though Valhalla isn't even out yet. <laughs> well I hope we both agree right they stick with this era formula for a few more games right uh, would you? Oh, you mean you mean like uh, the way with all the loot and stuff, or do you mean like time? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm talking um, more about the time frame, like oh, in terms okay. of what year, like where what's going to be based around. I'm thinking it's probably going to be like, well, I mean, I don't. I'm like Ghost of Tsushima has sort of taken over the whole very Japanese thing. It's kind of annoying me a little bit. Yes, I can understand that frustration. But what I would say, Jay, is that even if the the Japan Assassin's Creed is next year, for argument's sake, I still think that's unless they'll have to go do it very to, differently, won't they? They'll have to do it like yeah, but enough Ghost, of a difference. Unless Ghost of Tsushima has sizable DLC that is all the way up to January or something, I think most people will have kind of that would have gone out of their memory by the time that that Assassin's Creed comes out. Moreover, you're thinking about you know the release of The Last of Us Part Two, Cyberpunk. These games will dominate. Yeah, there's be a lot of things coming out. Yeah, you're right. So even if it does come out next year, I think that they will do it differently enough, and it would have been long enough. But I, again, I I still hold that that that's got to be the last one they do because they know how much people want it. Maybe they can't get it right. Maybe that's why they aren't doing it. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they might have been too late. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. They might just go in like the complete opposite direction and do it like in a very weird, different time. I don't know. When we discuss spoilers, Jay, for Odyssey, uh. we should have a speculation of our top five what we think slash want for the next assassin's creed games in terms of what history uh yeah no i've already thought about it so i'll be able to i'll be able to tell you about that once we get to it okay okay i also want to take the opportunity jay to point out one of the issues i had with origins was how forgetful the side quests were and then i would like to compliment how great (laughs) the side quests are in odyssey oh they're they're bloody brilliant like i've i, I remember so you could probably tell me one right now and be like yep yeah, i remember that like yeah, but you told me yeah. one on origins i'd be like what what are you on about 
Like, I have no agree. idea. Like, they're so memorable, and so, like, the, everyone has, like, a really unique... Like, uh, weirdly, even Cassandra in the game makes a point at one point. Um, she's saying, oh, all these people keep telling me to go here and grab this thing and kill these people. Like, I'm kind of getting a bit bored of it. <laughs> like, she actually yeah. says that in the game. Um, but I think they do it in such a way that it's not that boring anymore, thankfully. Agreed. I also think that the main quests themselves are really good in the sense that they somehow have the perfect length where as soon as you start thinking like, oh, I'm kind of bored of this quest, it's done. It's over. Yeah, no, I thought that as well, actually. None of them are too long, none of them are too short. Again, Goldilocks, they're the formula, man. They've figured it out. Yeah, 100%. All they've got to do is copy and paste and just do something slightly (laughs) different. That's all they've got to do. Viking skin. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And lastly, uh, this is very specific. I don't know if you remember these, Jay, but just after the podcast last week, the show last week, I discovered the Pirate Islands and Odyssey, and I was like, these are the best yeah, looking so islands in the quite game. I'm not sure what you know, this means. Like, I might know what it is, but I'm not. What I don't think I've heard it called Pirate Islands before. What's this? So there's a couple of islands in the game. Um, where I'd, if you hover over some of the islands, they're collected under a name, a, okay. couple, like a few of them. So yeah, like yeah. You've, got, you've got the Obsidian Islands, which uh-huh. is where the Battle of 100 Hands takes place. And then just above that is the Pirate Islands, which is like Cleos and another one. Oh, and, sure. and I just like found them and I was like, this is instantly becoming my xbox one background because it's beautiful and it was like the biggest because they're literally run by pirates it was literally like the oh biggest i see what you mean yeah, yeah yeah okay like oh my god i love that game so much oh so the, yeah the whole island is is where there's just like uh pirates yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah i know what you mean now <laughs> yeah and they're just it was is just, it just bringing that one back... island or is there more i swear there was another one i think there's two yeah, I'm about to check that. I but um, I just they just brought back Black Flag memories, and uh, yeah. I thought they looked amazing as well. So, Agreed. yeah. So sorry that I've spoken so much in your segment, Jay. But um, oh, I would I would like to also discuss Elder Scrolls Blades. So, Jay, Mark, your dad sent another email in kindly. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to go through it. I think it's good time to go through it uh hi guys love the latest podcast thanks mark really interesting hearing your thoughts on mobile gaming i don't think nick realizes just how good the new games are correct i've struggled (laughs) to find good games (laughs) but the ones coming out now are superb if you have an iphone you can get trophies using game center with apple Uh, that definitely interested me and i know nick has the iphone 11 so you can play skyrim game blades which obviously we saw a couple of years ago now when fallout 76 was revealed i believe uh-huh. at E3, and this came out of early access a few days ago as, as the time of sending, Mark sent in the email. Uh, I was going to say, I remember hearing with... about Blades like years ago, and then it sort yes. of disappeared, right? Yeah, so well, I didn't, didn't realise, I thought it was, I thought it was like, I thought it was fully released years ago. I think it, I think it is now, but I, oh, I okay. agree with you, mate, like the timelines of these things are just nuts. Yeah. Uh, Mark says it's the best mobile game he's ever played. Okay. So you can, and you can also connect your Xbox or PS4 controller to your iPhone using Bluetooth. Yeah, you can and do that all, quite a lot of games, I think, right? Yeah, and like yeah. I did it, Mark, and I was so amazed by how easy it was. However, I, I as far as I'm aware, Blades doesn't actually support the controller. I could be wrong about that. Mm. 
um, but it's super easy and I was really impressed by it. Uh, I'm not sure my Xbox controller does do Bluetooth though because of how old it is. I could be wrong about that again, um, but I don't think it does, which is sad. Um, but yeah, he also sent through a list of iOS compa- controller compatible games and you can play Fortnite and Call of Duty on your iPhone with a controller, which is great. And he's also loving Galaxy on Fire HD 2. So... Thank you for sending in the email, Mark. I wanted to give you a heads up that I downloaded Blades after email and I've been playing it for a week straight. I've got a few main takeaways to talk about. Joe, I assume you'll download it and try it at this, or you're not bothered? I'm not bothered, not really, no. Fair. Interesting, okay. So, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Elder Scrolls. I'm open to mobile versions, especially if Bethesda are directly developing them. And I downloaded it. I really liked it for the first like two hours and then it became a kind of wait till the things bill and wait till the quests are read like rejigged or whatever. And it just became that time constraint game. And I understand that's how mobile games work. That's how they get money. I just don't, I don't much care for that. I want a game like Odyssey where I can just dive into all the content straight away. Mm. Um, but for what it's worth, being a bit too negative here, I thought the game looked great. I thought it controlled well. I thought the main game, the core gameplay loop was great. And I think that I can totally see why you'd sink so much time into it. Um, it bit repetitive. Yeah. So why actually like, is the, the, the sort of the gameplay? gameplay, like, I mean, like what's, is it like, is it like a, uh, a campaign or is it, what is it? Hmm. You run a town, you run a town, you run a town, okay. First person, and then you just go on quests in like woods and caves, and you basically very, very linear path, and you're just going through to complete your objectives, find Lou, and then return to the town. And going on the quest and returning to the town is just the click of a button. And the load time's really quick from what I could tell. Um, And I was really impressed. My iPhone didn't overheat, it didn't use the battery uploads. Like, I was really impressed by how it ran. Uh, Again, it's just. I also can get. I don't quite know, Mark, how the game center works. So I don't quite know how you can. Yeah, I that think you, you have to. So, game center, I think, only works on certain games. Like, there's only okay. there's only certain games I think that uh, it applies to. I want to say okay. it's like most of them now. I think you have to have some sort of like uh, achievement or trophy thing to actually like upload a game if you want to even like sell it on the app store anymore. Oh, okay. okay. Usually, if you just go to the App Store and check the game, it should say underneath it whether it's compatible or not. Yeah. Okay. But I was afraid you didn't know about Game Center. Game Center's been around since like iPhone, since the beginning of iPhone. I want to say. I I think I did know about it. I just didn't. I, you I guess. That I just, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that fast. Um, but makes I did. Sense. I did. I did turn it on for Blades, but I don't think any, like it's compatible. I don't think. Um, mm. But the the thing, the main takeaway was Jay and Mark was that. At the end of the day, why not just buy a Switch and play Skyrim on that on the toilet? Yeah, very true. I mean, it, I mean, I guess because if you've already got a phone, it's cheaper, right? True, and it was free, which is great. Yeah. And obviously, they do kind of, you know, look at these nice shiny chests you can buy, which is understandable. It's a free game, but yeah, like, I guess my question is with the Switch now out and the technology developing in that area. Why play a substandard version of Skyrim on your phone when you can just have a Switch and play Skyrim the whole game? Yeah. Um, now, there, obviously, there is differences. I think the phone is way easier to carry around than the Switch in your pocket, of course. 
Mm. I think it's quicker to quickly start up and jump into, I imagine, as well. And it's free, uh, unlike a Switch and a, a version of Skyrim. But, yeah, I guess the question is, again, like, why I think it has to be... I don't know, man. I'm seeing a little bit of a the gaps crossing at this point, and is I it? Cannot, our... You can actually make a good comparison between like why would you buy a Witcher three on Nintendo Switch when you can buy it on PS4 or Xbox, and they're better. Yeah, because like yeah, it's you know it's the same thing. I think it's more just to do with um, convenience. Con- yeah, more to just convenience, I guess. Like you know, yeah. if it's more convenient for you to play something on mobile than it is on switch then get it on mobile you know if you haven't got so you don't want to pay 200 quid for a switch then just get it on mobile i mean it depends yeah. on obviously how casual i feel like most people who play mobile games are usually a bit more casual in gaming but you're not going to see like a pro player playing a mobile game in a tournament you know yeah 100 and you're not gonna you're not gonna see someone who's like really i mean i'm really into games and i'll still play mobile games but they're not like the enjoyment i get out of it isn't the same I get out of playing AC Odyssey, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it doesn't. It doesn't compare. Like it's just different. It's just more of a quick thing. Jump in and out. Couple, you know, ten to fifteen minutes, and then I'm done, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, you're right. I think we'll see how the industry evolves and how these markets evolve. Um, but I respect Blades a lot. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. I mean, there's a Mark. hell of a lot of money in mobile games. There's like billions of dollars in mobile games. Yes, there's 100%. so much more than you think. They do make a hell of a lot, but. It's only because I think that's mainly the uh, the Eastern market, I want to say. Well, the thing that interests me the most about the size of the mobile game market is I want to I want the industry to tap into that in the core game market. Like Amy, um, yeah, this late like the main creative director for the Uncharted. Hey, oh, Amy Amy Hennig, Amy Hennig. Okay, she was saying in an interview like last year or something that I was listening to that like the. There is a huge. This we could talk about this for ages, right? But there, like, you have gamers like me and you, Jay, yep. and then you have what we call casual gamers, yep. and then you've probably got another genre which is like really casual gamers, which is and there's definitely like, a scale, hundred percent. And I yeah. find myself like shifting on that scale somewhat. Well, Dep- it actually depends on the game I'm playing more most of the time. Well, the people who download iOS games, right? They are definitely really casual end, gamers. Yeah. And they're gonna like look at Odyssey and be like, "What are you playing a stupid video game for?" And it's like, "Yeah, but your your Candy Crush game is basic, like similar in terms of the gameplay loop. You're yeah, addicted it has to it most of the time." And then you've got the kind of what I would consider the moving margin, right? Which is, I think the Call of Duty FIFA players every year are actually moving more and more into being actual gamers, like me and yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's because they're growing up; they're becoming from kids into adults, right? Well, hopefully. (laughs) And usually as you get older, you get obviously more of a mature mind and you feel like you want to expand and learn more, hopefully. True. Well, some of the the people I speak to on Xbox, like it was very surprising because they were all talking about like, oh, what game should I get next? And I was assuming, because they all basically play Call of Duty Warzone, right? Mm. And and a bit of Red Dead 2. And then one of them was like, yeah, I'm going to get Odyssey, I think, so I really liked Origins. And I was like, I get that Assassin's oh, Creed is pretty mainstream still, but that is still quite surprising. It's, to me, have... AC is sort of like, is it is it that is it that mainstream? Sure. I guess it's like just just below that mainstream in my head, but I don't know. It could be. I mean, it does sell a lot, so maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I I, I consider it lower than Call of Duty right, and that, but yeah. 
Yeah. Only just. Only just. 100%. Thank you for your email, Mark. Hopefully that's, you know, giving you giving you some feedback on, on Blades. Um... we move into the news with mm. my Scottish accent you want me to do. Oh, God, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I think it's time to talk about Fallout 76 and yeah. Anthem. Do it. All right. Because this Scottish accent's coming out a lot better than I thought it would. It's not bad. You're, you're, you know what I mean? That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. All right. So, without right. further... Without further ado, oh, man, God, I'm basically doing Kevin. That's not bad, man. That's oh, not bad. Pretty good. pretty good. I'm basically Kevin Bridges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, sure. he is, hey, do you like Kevin Bridges? I do. I like him a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's hilarious. Okay, we've got a lot of news to talk about, Jay. So let's oh, smash yeah, back like, right yeah, into it. Hell of a lot. Yeah. Hell of a lot. I've got two. You've got three. Not a competition, but I'm just going to go through my stuff until you thought that's okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's cool. Um, we have so much to talk about. Okay, so first thing I want to say, Jay, I saw this again, I think, just after the show last week, and I wanted to just get your opinions on it. I think we discussed before, what's the future of Fallout 76? Like, is it going to have another um, roadmap this year? What's going on? So, fortunately, it for, for the players of the game, it does. And I thought it was really interesting that Bethesda came out with this plan, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So, I'm not going to dive into the whole thing, but basically Bethesda came out with a Fallout 76 2020 roadmap, and it was really interesting. It's more free content. Some of it's more substantial than others. It includes like just broadly like new factions, um, new expeditions, new gameplay things, public teams, being able to find teams, uh, new new levels, and blah 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 blah. Kind of my what I want to talk about, Jay, was the fact that Bethesda continued to support this game, which I think is great. Yeah, they, actually, it's almost a little bit like how the people with Anthem kind of are slightly. Right. Like they're right. really trying. They're, tr- they're still trying really hard because they know they've got a good thing on their hands. It's just they haven't. They didn't quite get it right the first Hit time. The and, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm actually like Bethesda really impressed me with how how they're making this look. Like this, it annoys me that 76 didn't do well. Like it sort of left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel if this game was released as like a normal a Fallout game rather than an online game, I would have loved this way more. They should have saved this for an actual normal, like campaign, the next Fallout Four type game. I really do think that I would have enjoyed it way more. Are you saying that because you would enjoy this many updates to the single player Fallout game? Yeah, are you kidding me? This is like, can you imagine making a, a Fallout game that's slightly smaller and then just adding things on throughout the year? Mm. I feel like that'd be pretty good, right? No, hundred percent. Like I think... adding new areas, like it really is just like big dlc i guess right 
Uh, yeah. No. no, I agree. I agree. I guess the question is, I think technically it works better and you have more longevity as a, if it is a multiplayer game, tr- traditionally speaking. Mm. And I completely agree with what you're saying, Jay. Like, if Fallout 76 had stuck the landing, me and you, we'd be going ape about this this roadmap, right? We'd be like, yeah. oh my God, we can dump another 50 hours into this I game. I about the, the perk system in this game. That really interested me. The way they did perks in this, like with or like trading cards almost, like you kind of had like cards that you could like level up almost. Like that's sort of like a really cool idea. I really wish they would have, like I'm, I would go back and play this just to see what it's like, but I think you have to have a subscription, right? No, that's, op- that's optional. That is optional, right, okay. But, but you need the subscription to have a private server. Right, okay. Yeah, and... Mm. Um, I, do you know what it is, Jay? After that Wastelanders DLC update came out, I was seriously considering going into this game. But then after the responses and reviews came out, the overall kind of consensus was, yeah, no, it's it's improved a lot. It's just still not an 8 or a 9. It, it's yeah. still... And I can't justify 300 hours in a game that I'm not going to love, you know? Yeah, I think also I hate, I'm not a massive fan of games. I even have this problem with Borderlands Three, where they'll only have a an event that lasts, you know, a month or two, but then you can't ever get the stuff that you could possibly get during that event again. Sure, and we've like if they were if lot. they were if they were events that happened like yearly that I were guaranteed to happen every year, like they do in Overwatch, I'd be pretty pretty happy about that. Yeah, but that doesn't. I'm pretty sure that's not that's not what happens. But I assume you're not bothered about that in Borderlands 3 because um, because you're able to dive into all the updates, whereas in Fallout 76, we, we've both already missed God knows how many of these seasonal events. Yeah, exactly. We've missed yeah. so many already. Yeah. No, I completely get you. I completely get you. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Bethesda because despite it being broken and whatnot at launch, I do think that they are supporting the game. As yeah, I mean, um, I'd like to know exactly what the numbers are and how you know how that how that helps or how that is how they're sustaining that. Like whether that because I think I even thought a little bit about how this kind of feels like almost. I think a lot of game companies or even you know just companies in general tend to bring out something quite small that can potentially have a lot of money spent on it to then fund their next project. Yeah. So I have a feeling this was released to be able to fund the next Fallout. Well, like they've got a small team keeping this running, and then they've got their larger team working on something, something else. Correct. My question to you, Jay: Do you think this game is earning enough money for Bethesda to warrant these massive free DLC updates? Uh, they're free. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. It must be. I reckon there's enough. There's definitely there's microtransactions in this, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where they're getting their money from. You'd be surprised the amount of money someone will pay, not realizing that they're they're buying all these little things over and over again. It'll just add up. Sure. And it's so addicting to do. So yeah, I reckon they're making a lot more money than you think. <laughs> okay, fair. They're probably making like a good amount on this. I'd say. Yeah, no, our seasons in Fallout 76 are going to be free for all players. Um, and we may add extra Fallout first bonus rewards, which is the subscri- subscription we were talking about. They're talking about season one, but I've got no idea what the seasons are talking about in that. Are they talking about PvP? I, I don't know. But 
I think yeah, the I... refresh when it says when it says refresh with like a nuclear sign. Yeah. That makes me think that they like wipe stuff. I doubt yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but that's probably again, ruin the experience, is not it? Again, it, it, it's sad for me. I think the last thing I'll say is that it's just a sad thing, Jay, that this game did stick the landing because, as I say, this would be what we would be playing to 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 pass the time to wait for Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six and another Fallout game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this game had... I think it's weird. I think it just doesn't quite... For me, personally, it doesn't quite hit the mark yeah. in certain areas enough for me to not want to play it. Like, if this game was slightly different in some little areas, I'd be playing it all the time. Like, I don't like yeah. the fact with the... The fact that it's multiplayer doesn't... It doesn't excite me. I think if it... I get that it's, you know, like, raiding and stuff, right? Like, there's, like, bosses... Yeah, um, but that doesn't really. It's weird. Like I, I again, I, I said it before. Like how I'm more of a, I'm more of a, a single player person. Like I just prefer the single player aspect of games, RPGs like this. I don't. The, the multiplayer elements make me really hate it. <laughs> like you definitely can play this solo. It's just it's just not. I don't know. I feel like that you should be able to play it more solo. I guess. There's well, just something I can't like. There's so many like things about Fallout 76 that make me go, "Oh, I want to play this so bad." Yeah, but there's yeah. so many other things that make me go, "Oh, I can't play it now because of that." You, you sound like my brother. He wanted private servers to play the game. He just wants to play it alone. And yeah. then as soon as they came out with the fact that you have to pay for that, he was just like, "Nah." Nah. And I think I think you're the same. I think I'm the same, mate. I'm 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 on the same page. Like, let me play the whole game with no one else in it. Yeah, but yeah, you have to exactly. pay for you have to pay for that luxury. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not fun. No, so but I get they want up there. They're a business. They've got to make money somehow. So I mean, there's enough people out there that aren't me that will uh, pay for their little fund yeah. their next project. So you know, and to be fair, with it, <laughs> if it if it is a monthly uh, subscription, you can always just like you like I know you could you could always just play the game ruthlessly for one two months and then just cancel your subscription and, and you'd finish everything it has to offer yeah that's true I guess that's the problem with me is obviously like I have to be in the mood for certain things and if I yeah. pay for this month and then you know I play it for a day and I'm fed up I'm like oh god well I've got I've just paid for this so you know can't really do anything about yeah. it uh, I don't think it's that much to be fair I think it's only like six seven eight quid oh, okay but yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. So, <clears throat> moving on, Jay, to the second story, Anthem development update. So yeah, I what... didn't hear about this. I heard about I heard about one maybe like a month or two ago. But has there been one more recently? Yes, very recently. Okay, good. I've kind of been following this, but I haven't 15th. seen anything. Okay, I hadn't seen anything, so I must have missed it. It must have cut with my feed and completely missed it. Fifteenth of May. So uh, I won't read out the whole thing, Jay. But generally speaking, yeah, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the gist, okay? The gist is Anthem has got a team of 30-ish people working on it. They're in prototype stage, and they're yeah. working for a long-term solution to solve Anthem as we speak. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, this is basically what they said again like a few months ago. They said exactly the same thing. They were like, yep, yeah, we're, you know dedicating time and people and money to sort this thing out give us t- some time and we'll try and figure it out 
Um, yeah, uh, it's weird. Like this, a lot of people saying you know they're they're beating a dead horse. You know, they they came out of the gate. That's the thing. I really enjoyed this game when it first came out, and it, it just there were so many things wrong with it. I was just like, oh god. You like but, you like you I mean, like if they can really fix it, then sh- you know I'm happy about that. Sure, you know, but it just kind of feels like I feel bad for them to be honest. Because yeah, it's just you, there's so much sadness and and I mean a lot of people do say that bad press is you know still good because any press is press. Yeah. So I think people I think if anything if they do end up fixing it that people will come back to it just to make sure that they've actually fixed it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people will pay to be able to do it again. Like if you've already bought the game, you should be able to. You know, if you've bought the game already, then cool. But if you haven't bought the game, then it might not warrant a, a new purchase. Yeah. Have to wait and see if it's actually any good. Again, it's just one of those things where it's just wait and see, annoyingly. But how long it's going to be? Like, when is this game going to come out? Like, you know, is it going to be an update to the game? Is it going to be a completely new release? Like, what's the situation? You know, I imagine it'll probably be an update. I'd hope to, you know, I'd like to think it'd be an update, like a big one. Yeah, I completely agree, and I'll, I'll extend to your points, Jay. I think this is, unfortunately, from my point of view a complete waste of time and resources. I think it's too late for Anthem. I think you're better off working on Dragon Age 4. I think you're better off working on Knights of the Old Republic 3, oh, yeah, which you should be working those. on. Totally forgot about those. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that is a thing, but it should be. And you should be working on a Mass Effect game if you would like to. Mm. Now, what I mean, let, let me expand I don't know many people still playing Anthem, okay? And let's say this reboot did come out, okay? If they've got a size, a team size of, say, 30-ish, does that mean that a reboot slash update to the game will be coming out, let's say, February 2021? Does that mean in their projections that, that if that's worth doing, surely the next Bioware project, whether that be Dragon Age 4 or whatever, is like years away at this point otherwise why would they bother rebooting anthem yeah well just again it depends on how many people you know how many people can get certain things done and also because we've got unreal 5 coming you know that people want to be able to spend time making that pretty perfect oh, I, think be- I actually saw something recently about how 2021 is probably going to be the worst year of gaming in like a long time because of covid uh, a mixture between because of that and also because of um, this new technology coming along. Like whenever there's some sort of new tech and then a new generation, there's always that one year that everyone's still making something. Basically, you know, there's always, whenever there's a new gen, there's always a year where people are still making something, or maybe even yeah. two years where people are still making something. Yeah. So unless um, unless we have some pretty big releases that are coming out um, on both Xbox One and xbox x and with ps4 and ps5 but that aren't specifically made for the next gen then there'll be a bit of a lull in something but i doubt it i, th- I still think people will be making good games it's whether they, they won't be like they won't have been uh made in mind for the next gen i think yeah and you, you bring up a point i forgot jay maybe the anthem reboot is all about the next gen and maybe they're trying to yeah that's a good point too. for next yeah. gen um Possibly. Yeah, 
Good point. I think, Jay, on your point of the next gen 2021 being a slow gaming year, I do actually think we got that in 2014. Where oh, 100%. We, yeah, 100%. The year had, after like, the Xbox came out and the PS4 yeah. came out. Yeah, same thing. It always we happens. Had, yeah, we had Shadow of Mordor, which I love, and we had Destiny, but not much else, like in terms of. They're we, big. Like, they were big games when they came out. Yeah, exactly. They were, they were like game of the year materials. So. They were games that both were on. Actually, no, I think they were just on the previous generation for a long time, weren't they? No, Shadow Mordor released both um, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Oh, okay. um, Destiny did the same as well, oh, I think. Okay. Fair enough. But they were they were some of the first, you know. But they obviously weren't games that were made for next gen. They were games that had been developed for previous gen but had come out during a time when next gen was already a thing. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I personally think as long as I've got a killer, killer game, such as Titanfall or a single player game that lasts a long time, I don't mind the dry spell. I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, it's only a dry spell if you've got nothing to play, but us, yeah. we've got a million one things to play. Yeah. Well, to be fair, mate, game. my list is, my list is smaller than ever. Yeah. Smaller than ever, but I, I think I mine's think, yeah. still just as big. <laughs> well, it's slightly smaller because I've got <laughs> this out of the way, but yes, correct. Whoa, whoa, so... whoa! Hang on. Oh, what's up? No, it's all right. Go. <laughs> You've got some PS5 news to talk about. Uh, yes. So, well, this is the thing. We actually haven't. So yeah, PS Sony have said that the their PS5 game lineup they're going to be releasing soon. We don't actually know what it is yet unfortunately I, I, are you talking about the launch lineup uh i think it's just like they're going to be uh giving us uh like almost like what xbox did with their thing um, you know almost like a state of play type situation but we're looking gonna... at we're looking at a we're looking at a playstation like here are some actual ps5 game reveal yeah here are some games that are coming out specifically for ps5 and it's going to be sizable is what the quote is soon and sizable so within the next hopefully within the next month and it's going to be quite a lot of games that we're going to be seeing the titles of or trailers for or whatever i don't know but whatever it is it's the, you know they're basically like getting us hyped up essentially aren't they yeah i just dude i need that i need the console reveal let's just let's just come on man i'm ready i want to see the series x big event i want to see the ps5 big event i feel like i've already seen it like i've seen so many pictures of what could possibly be it that most people are saying it's the one that is probably in your mind right now i don't know sure sure what um what what are your thoughts jay then on on kind of i think a ps5 event will be better than the xbox event we saw last week or whenever that was the week before um, well, I mean, there's no specific event that they're talking about, uh, unfortunately. It's just they're just saying they're going to show us. But whether whether there is going to be an event, I don't know. Um, okay. But, I mean, it's coming up to, you know, I think July is usually when all the big stuff happens, like around E3 time. So they'll, they'll probably stick to their schedule. Um, yeah. But hopefully, I mean, from what of all the stuff I've seen, like news-wise, is everyone saying that Microsoft is winning the battle, as it were. Yeah. Are they winning the war, Nick? <laughs> this is the question. You know, Xbox seems to be winning the battle, but who's winning the war? And I guess PS5 or PlayStation Sony are the type of people to come out, you know, and have the last laugh, aren't they? I'm now thinking of a, a great analogy, Jay. Okay. Mm. 
So uh, this sounds terrible, okay, but it's meant in humour, okay. Okay. So Xbox has just won the Battle of Stalingrad, okay. They have countries and countries to go before they beat back Germany to Berlin. I guess, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if they've won the Battle of Stalingrad. They maybe had one day of victory. Like, to your point, Jay, PlayStation is dominating. Their games are way better. They have more of them. And going off from the Xbox Series X game thing we saw a few couple of weeks ago, I have no. I still have no awareness or any evidence to suggest that Xbox is going to be able to catch up to PlayStation at this point? Well, it definitely seems like a bit of tug, you know, tug of war, I guess. Like, one person needs to be ahead, and the next one, and the next. Which is kind of how it always is. Um, but, I don't know. PS- PlayStation always seems to do better for me in my head. But at the minute, I'm definitely steering more towards Microsoft. Really? Like at this time. I think it's more to do with the Assassin's Creed and the Cyberpunk side of things. The, the like fact that you can have the better version for free. Yeah, because I'm going to get Cyberpunk before the new console comes out, more than likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although some people are still saying that the console is coming out in late October. Right, okay. Um, although, don't very much what made it like August, September, October. Yeah, so it'll literally be like right after. I doubt that'll be right after, though. Um, Do you think there's any chance of the consoles coming out September, or is it too late for that? I mean, September, I mean, if it's, yeah, I mean, that's, you mean too early? So what I mean is, is it, is it too late considering they haven't actually did a, a big reveal event for either consoles yet? Uh, I guess so, to, yeah. To, to give us a release date. Definitely, yeah, definitely a good point. I mean, I think I'm just, like, getting way too hopeful with, like, things coming out early. But Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Microsoft are doing a really, really good job at the minute of... Uh, but, I mean, Microsoft are always the ones that come out first. It's never, ever the other way around. Yeah, so. and, and to their detriment, PlayStation are then easily able to adapt anything they can to make theirs better, aren't they? Yeah, exactly, because whoever makes the first move loses. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're in a Mexican stat or, like, a like a gun duel, I guess. <laughs> like, who, who shot first kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Most of the time, whoever moves first loses because the second person can adapt and change their strategy to then counter whatever the first person's doing. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's good news. Uh, I guess we're etching more forward towards... Hopefully this time next week we'll have the lineup. I don't know. That would be be amazing. They've given no date. All they've said is soon, so... If they, dude, if they come out and they say, here are six to eight games, and these games will be your launch lineup for the PlayStation 5, I'll be like, well done. Well done, PlayStation. That is what I wanted. Well, we know Ghost is going to be one of those games because that's a PS4 exclusive. Sure, but we're still a bit unclear on the backwards compatibility program for PS5. Like, they've said most PS4 games will be backwards. What does that mean? Which ones? Why? I think that means all the ones that they know are going to make money. Well, good point. Again. Because <laughs> the people who don't have, I reckon, the people who already have the ones that are, back, that are available for backwards compatibility will play it again. But the ones who don't have those games and have always wanted to play those games, but now want to play them on a better console, can buy them for a slightly cheaper price. They'll you know, want to do the ones of those that the people are going to know 
they're going to want to buy again. So True. I yeah. think as well, I think they'll do ports for Last of Us Part 2 Ghost of Shima because they're so close to PS5 coming out. It makes oh, sense. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they'll definitely do stuff for that, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And last, last thing on Assassin's Creed, Jay, for the news. Hmm. You wanted me to say it? <laughs> oh, it's your new story. I, I don't oh, want to yeah. take it. No, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, so uh, Valhalla, yeah. I'm hearing different things. One minute I'm hearing it's going to be smaller. The next minute I'm yeah. hearing it's going to be bigger. So basically there's like no, I guess, official thing. There was just an interview with one of the French developers because, I mean, most of them are they're, you know, French Canada. So Yeah. Uh, one of them saying that it's going to be smaller. The other one saying it's going to be bigger. So I don't really know what to... Uh, Who's this come from, Jay? Who did the interview? Do you know? Uh, here we go. Right. So the actual developer is on a YouTube video. Oh no. Okay. So no, this this guy just did an interview in in all in French with the developer, and the developer's the quote is French YouTube. Yeah, I got it. YouTuber Julian Cheesy or Cheese. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. So he said, uh, in terms of range, it's probably a bit larger than odyssey doesn't have exact figures uh but we have only created we have not only created the whole country which is this case england so the entirety of england is there which is insane Uh, also also a good part of norway too so we're gonna have norway and then he also says there are other secret worlds which i cannot speak about today okay so let's break that down jay so that basically is exactly the same as Odyssey. Like, there's other bits you can go to in the DLC, essentially. Oh, yeah, true. So, so there's what... just extra, like, there's different maps that you can go to, which is, you know, I'm thinking it's probably going to be about the same size, if not slightly bigger. What do you think about England? Well, great. And I think they're definitely going to be coming to East Angular, by the way. Oh, dude, the fact that we, we're going to have all of England and, oh, it's a dream come true. A it is, but it's brilliant. True. It's so, and you're a Viking. It's just a dream come true. My question is, Jay, yeah. I assume not the bit of Norway and these other things they're doing have got to be sizable because I still can't, in my head, imagine England, even if it's like in the whole things in a game, being, and that's, not, that's England, not Scotland. Yeah. Um, as well, as far as we know. Uh, I can't imagine yeah, that being... Meant, he could have meant Great Britain or the UK. Like, it depends on what he means. I imagine just England because it was primarily yeah. England, right? how in your head don't can't you see that being really hard to match even half the scale of odyssey what's the thing they obviously didn't scale it when they did uh actually that's just a city wasn't it in uni no that's right i guess it's like you could you could compare it to odyssey and that obviously athens and the size of greece isn't going to be the same there's going to be bits like the sort of the roads in between and the mountains in between aren't going to be the same distance and so no, i get i get that i get that but but generally speaking like the scale of odyssey seems it seems hard to to to, to do that scale just for england do you know what i mean, mean? If, because it's, i'm guessing it actually might be slightly easier because uh it's a smaller country they'll be able to spread things out more right because that's True. just like imagine the entirety of greece is a lot bigger than the end to end of England, but they're saying the map is the same size, if not bigger. Like that yes. means they've they've been able to put more inside of a larger space than they would have done over the entirety of Greece, right? Because so. 
Greece is mainly just landmass, landmass, massive ocean, and then lots of little oceans, right? Or lots of little islands. Islands, versus yeah. Versus England, which is just one massive landmass. Well, islands, yeah. One massive island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean, right? So they're also talking about how the, the depth of the game is going to be better. So they're basically going to go like, they're probably going to make things, you know, like the story is probably and the the side missions and stuff are going to be more in depth. Like they're going is, to be... is that what they meant by that? The I think so. Story. Yeah, they were yeah. talking about the depth stuff. And what do you think about the secret worlds bit? Do you think that's just DLC? Do you think that's present yeah, day? So what stuff? I think what that will mean is there'll be some sort of like Norse mythology type DLC that will make you maybe even go to um, oh, what's it called? Asgard, there we go. Asgard. We'll be going to Asgard, let's just say that. Okay. I'm gonna call it right now. You can quote me on it. We're going to Asgard in Valhalla. <laughs> okay. We're gonna go down the Rainbow Road. Yeah. On the Rainbow Bridge, whatever it is. We're gonna meet um is it Amdal? The guardian Heim- of the Heimdall. 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 We're gonna be, we're gonna meet Heimdall and his sword. That's gonna yeah. be awesome. It's gonna be um We're gonna meet Loki. Though. Loki's gonna be there, Thor's gonna be there. Interesting. All the Greek gods, they're all going to be there. <laughs> I all think the you could gods, be right. Uh, Norse gods, they're all going to be there, dude. That's going to be the secret world. Secret, this the DLC, I'm calling it. Either the first DLC or the second DLC is going to be uh, Asgard. It has to be, doesn't it? Right. It has to be. Sure. It can't not be. Well, there was rumours it was Beowulf. Oh, there is a Beowulf one, 100%. Okay, all right. Okay, but there has there has to be a, uh, an Asgard. There has to be like who would make a Viking game, like <laughs> like like the same way that there's an Atlantis type DLC, oh, right? Oh, oh, are we going on spoilers here? Not really. Okay, like there's an Atlantis DLC in a Greek mythology type game, I'm so there has you. to be a, a Asgard Asgard type DLC in. In Valhalla, there has to be. Like, if not, I then do. what's the point? Like, why would you I, even make it? Stop. Just I don't do. release it at this point if there's not going to be one. True. I didn't realise <laughs> Atlantis was to unique to Greek mythology. I've got to be honest. Well, or, yeah. Like, after it came, from, I didn't know that. Oh, of course. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What, do, Jay? Couple of things. What do you think about the name Valhalla? Because I feel like we. I feel like we haven't talked. Oh, yeah. About so them. Valhalla. You know what Valhalla is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Viking heaven. Whatever. Yeah, so it's where you go. If the only way you go to Valhalla is if you die in battle, you have to have a warrior's death. But what what I mean is, do you think death. do you think it's a bit too on the nose? No. Okay. Okay. Because it's it's almost so it's almost the same as the Greek way of doing things, which is if you die in battle, you go to Elysium. No, I mean the name. No, I mean I guess like what did you think they were going to call? I mean, I, I obviously didn't call this. AC Elysium, because that wouldn't no. have made sense. No. But it, 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 what else would you have called it? Like AC Vikings? I mean. No, no, I wouldn't have called it that. I probably would have called it something like. I'm trying to think now. Like, what, what would another, what would another name for this be? Yeah, no fair point. It's hard. Once you've heard it, you're like, well, what else could it be? You know. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to think uh, about it uh, after the yeah. fact. On to the point of the news story, Jay. What do you think is going on with this map? Is it going to be bigger than Odyssey? Like, what do you think is going on here? Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, I I hope it isn't just all hearsay. 
that they're just trying to hype us up. I think it will. I think it will be bigger and better. Well, I don't think bigger necessarily means better, to be honest. No, not necessarily, but I mean, it'll be, you know, it'll be just as good, hopefully. <laughs> like, okay. if it's just as good as this, I'll be happy. Problem is, I, I can't have too much of an expectation on it, that's the thing. Because if because... I have too much of an expectation, then I'll not, I won't enjoy it as much. Yeah, agreed. Which is why, actually, partly why I think I didn't enjoy Origins as much, because I enjoyed Syndicate too much. So going from something that was stacked good to something that wasn't closer sort of made it not seem as good, right? Yeah, and you've just come I'm actually a little bit. I'm actually a little bit worried that Valhalla is going to not... Because it won't live up to the expectations of Odyssey, it might not be as good, right? Yeah, I I still see it as a case of if they can make it smaller, they can make it more concentrated, more focused. Like I, I don't know if I need fifty more camps to clear out. I don't you think, know? No, I don't think they're gonna. In terms of bigger, they don't necessarily mean like size. I think they actually mean. I think they mean like same size as Odyssey, but bigger meaning like just more in depth. I think is what they're trying to go for. That's kind of okay. what it seems. Like I just it just means like. Just maybe like grander scale in terms of story, maybe like more of a more of an Odyssey than Odyssey. <laughs> sure, sure. You know what I mean? You know. to reactions mm. one of the main topics of the show this week is a very important state of play that we both watched again it seems like all the news came out just after the show last week ghost shushima we've talked about it in the episode already we mm. haven't broken down our thoughts we both went back and forth uh, after the state of play last week and discussed some of our initial thoughts. So we've had some time to kind of go into what the state of play showed us about the game. Mm. So what are your thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima as of, as of recording? <sighs> well, I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a very large chance of me getting it. Um, oh, it's difficult really, isn't it? Um, I am still a little bit worried it's going to be like Assassin's Creed too much, but I need to forget about that, really. What are your... So, overall impressions, let's go through the basics. Yeah. The game looks beautiful. Mm. Uh, it's got this kind of unique hand-painted... Not hand-painted. Paintbrush style with lots of variant Japanese colours, and they've also got a black-and-white version, which looks awesome. They've... Yeah. 
it, it gives off Shadow of Colossus vibes to me in terms of the world. They've got it is an open world game. It is very much a third person action open world game. Mm. You've got different approaches. You can either go samurai, uh, which is like kind of head on, like his you know his sword. So I think I learned actually a little bit about this. I think you you start out as a samurai and you actually get closer and closer to the ghost. Okay. I think eventually you can pick which one you'd prefer to be, but I think at some point you kind of have to do both. Okay. Or maybe you just like choose a transition into the other one. I'm not exactly sure on that. I, there's definitely some still debate around exactly how that works. I think. And and the ghost is the kind of ninja style yeah, shadow. The ghost, yeah, essentially like the the assassin type ninja yeah. type. I guess is probably a better way of saying it. And. The yeah, we saw like I think it was eighteen minutes of gameplay or something, and mm. I think I'm not being too harsh in saying that it has all of the traditional elements of an open world game, you know, yeah. um, with with some unique elements. So the wind kind of blows the way you need to go, which is yeah, cool. Bit, I mean, I guess that replaces the eagle, right? <laughs> well, it, it replaces the waypoint. Sure. Well, no, I mean like. Like what? Where you would have had the eagle in Assassin's Creed, you've now got the wind in this, right? Like it just sort of shows you where to go. It's like another way of showing you where to oh, go. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't do everything the same. So just do yeah, something. Like it's, I think they've got gameplay mechanics which aren't unique, but they've switched them to be a bit cooler in that respect. Like you see the Japanese symbols come up when you clear out a camp. You you have to follow animals to nearby secret locations, and the animals look cool. Mm. Um, going off my initial reactions, Jay, I think it was probably more negative than positive in terms of my expectation. Mm. I I don't know if I'm in the. I'm pro- I think I'm probably in the minority for this. But as soon as I saw it was a third world, uh, a third person open world game, I was like, oh, okay, another one. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Um, yeah. And I kind of see now why Sony didn't necessarily show us a gameplay style uh, video of that, because I think it was actually probably more intriguing for us to see the game without those elements, um, because they have so many third person open world action games. I'll say the mystery behind it is what led me to it in the first place. I saw it and exactly. it didn't show any gameplay. It was just this new, you know, Japanese style game that just looked, you know, Interesting. cool. You didn't know where it was going. But the fact that we've now had the news is sort of like both diminished and made it feel better at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah, there's now still quite a, there's a mystery, but there's still not as much of one that makes you sort of more hesitant to be like, well, is this going to be good or not? I don't know now. Hundred percent. I'm not convinced by the open world alone, uh, yeah. but I think it looks well made. Sucker Punch have spent many, many years on this game, so I hope it's a good game. So Sucker and Punch has done um, Infamous. Infamous, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Like you before that, I think, and I think that this for me will come down to the story. As we, as I said last week, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for a great story and I'm looking for great gameplay. And you can't have one without the other. So mm. the game can play amazing, but if I don't care about the character, I will not play it. So yeah, they haven't shown that off yet. Have they? Have they done a story? They haven't, they haven't they've done, done a couple story. of story trailers, but I didn't look at them for fear of spoilers. But I guess now I might need to look at them. Oh, yeah, to, might have to. Uh, yeah. yeah, but. I don't know. I don't think I'm buying this. I don't think I'm waiting to re- re- for reviews for this. But what are your... And you've got some news here as well, Jay, that it's their biggest game yet. 
Yeah, so Sucker Punch uh, obviously did Infamous before, and they were quite, they were fairly large games. I mean, they weren't like massive, but they had a fairly, you know, they were big enough, I guess. What they, it was like 30 hours maybe, like 20 to 30 hour game was Infamous, because yeah. I played maybe. it, but I don't know if you oh, did. Okay. I did not. No, okay. Infamous 2 was a lot, lot better. Like, a lot, lot better. Um, but yeah, if, if I mean, they're saying it's big, which is good for me, because I, at the minute I'm quite into larger games. And they've also taken out, or they say they've taken out, they've not included the Karma system, which they had in Infamous as well. Which I'm quite glad about. So I feel like Karma sort of made some aspects of the game. It made you feel bad sometimes about making certain decisions. Isn't that what it's supposed to do, though? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I don't always like that. I'm not a, like I even found it, the fact there was a bounty system in Odyssey a bit iffy at times. I was like, oh, you're gonna punish me for? I guess they're punishing me for killing innocent people or whatever, right? Or like killing well, they- uh, Athen- like uh, Athenians in Athens or whatever. But they're punishing you for every time like there's a witness to your to your yeah when there's a witness to it exactly yeah yeah which I guess made it more real but and allowed the mercenary thing to be a thing but yeah and that was cool I I I just I'm not I'm not I hate that's one of the things I even hate in GTA is the police like I hate the fact that now I've now got to get rid of these bloody people like just let me play the game. Bloody annoying. You need, need boundaries though, right? Otherwise, you just feel like God and it gets boring in two minutes, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's probably what they were trying to go for. But it's interesting they haven't got a karma system considering there is the samurai approach and the, and the ghost approach. And I, it looked like you, you could argue, oh, the ghost is dishonorable, you know? Thing is, though, who's there to police the, the karma, you know? Like, well, no, it, it would just be... an infamous because you could either do things more passively or or not passively whereas in this there's no real passive way of killing someone is there or getting rid of you I mean you don't think you can even knock them out in this you either kill them or you kill them right sure so there's no there's no sort of pacifism way of doing things plus you're known for being a killer so you can't even start the game without already having a reputation true i i guess i meant it more as like if you go like if you approach a camp samurai way you're doing it more honorably facing your opponents head on oh yeah i guess so yeah with more of like more of a a legend around you no, i don't know you could probably have it either way because if you, uh i feel like if you were a samurai you'd probably want to be more known but if you were a ghost you'd probably want to be less known right true true i guess i probably could have incorporated that maybe you're like your notoriety or yeah something. but whether yeah. whether that'll be a thing i doubt it. i don't know no so I feel like we're kind of on the same page with this game. Like I, I don't know. Like I'm not. Yeah, I think well, I'm so close to really loving it. I'm so close to loving it. Okay. But and, and the Japanese, the Japanese dub was awesome as well. I was gonna say I'm tempted to actually play it in Japanese, but if it was, I think as long as it had English subs, I'd probably be okay. But I think it's 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 easier to watch an anime like that than it is to play a game like that. True. Because you feel like you, it's a lot nicer to be able to hear what they're saying and understanding it rather than... That's a pretty good argument, actually. I feel like I prefer Japanese dub and English sub when I'm watching something like that. But when I'm playing it, it might be slightly different. Well, I feel like this is the first game we're going to have which gives us that option. Well, unless you've true, properly. played other games that also have it. but <laughs> I'd say oh, like, yeah, maybe, maybe like... Because I'm pretty sure Yakuza has... Right, right. And maybe has that. Um, 
I know there's a few fighting games that definitely have that, but again, they're fighting games, so there's no real story there, not really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's probably one of the larger games we're going to see that has that option. So whether people actually use it or not, I don't know. But, but I think yeah. it'll be more, it'll be fun to watch like that rather than actually like play like that because I want to be able to understand things a bit more, a bit more clearly yeah. for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Again, this is one of those ones where I've always made a mistake with some games before where like I've pre ordered a game and been like, right, I'm definitely gonna play this day one, I play it day one and I'm disappointed with it, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> so uh, again I might either pre order it and just play it or just wait a week or so until it's after you know, when it's out and see how see some gameplay, watch some playthroughs and see if I uh, prefer it that way or not. Yeah. 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 Have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to wait, and, and we'll see mm. what happens. So, um, excuse me. Oh, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> okay. Moving on, Jay. It's debate mm. time. It's what the people have been waiting for. It's time yeah. for the great Nintendo downfall of downfall. this show. Well, it's time to discuss. Specific to us, right? Yeah, it is. Not it's sure time how to much. Dis- yeah, well, a downfall for Nintendo on this show. But on it's time show. for me and you to do, to discuss why. I don't think you quite dislike them as much as I do, but why we dislike... No, Nintendo. I'm actually... Well, we kind of want to hear why you more so than dislike me. I think, I think mine's going to be just one sort of specific... One or two specific uh, reasons why, but whether yours is a bit more in-depth, I'm not sure. Okay. So firstly, just to cover that a new Paper Mario got announced the other day. Like, I, I, Who cares? So, um, <laughs> Yeah, who does care? Like, seriously. Uh, this is absolutely a rant. And I'm trying to articulate. Yeah, I think it's it probably definitely more of a rant than rant, 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 rant. It probably is rant, but Americanized into rant. Yeah, yeah me too. Garbage. Gar- <laughs> Trash. Um, Garage. I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to articulate it in the best possible way because people made these games and people love these games. Yeah, there's obviously right? people out there who are very uh, passionate about making these games. I think it's actually more to do with the where we've. You know, we said before about how people, people who just are creative in general, will make something that they know they'll enjoy, and then if anybody else enjoys it, it's a bonus, right? I think we need to kind of, I guess, you can come from it from that of a passionate, compassionate angle of yeah. like any people, anyone who makes art should still have their art appreciated by someone who's willing to do so. But people who aren't willing to do so can just not play that thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And that so is is, I guess I we do. should just establish that we're not hating on it to hate on it. We're hating on it because we don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All saying we don't like it just because we don't like it. Yeah, I don't want again, as we said before, I don't want anyone to be discouraged. You, yeah. you go and show me why. Find I'm out wrong. for yourself whether or not you enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, to give you a bit of background, I have played a many Nintendo games in my life. Mm. Some of the the most played ones I imagine are probably Pokemon. And oh, yeah, that's where I'm coming from, definitely. And I have played many zelda games i have played 
a few Mario games and I have played many GameCube games, many Wii games, not many Switch games, not many Wii U games, and not many Nintendo 64 games. I can safely say that growing up, I really enjoyed a lot of Nintendo games. I like Pokemon Sapphire a lot. I like Billy Hatcher, even though it's absolutely absurd of a game. Wow. That's a... Who doesn't who doesn't like the memory of buying a Wii and playing Wii Sports and whatever with their fat like Wii Fit like it's all good stuff okay yeah I think most really, people age definitely had that experience in there yeah and it's a really nice time to 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 think about but growing as I get older I really do believe that these games are not made for me as an adult no, definitely not they're not targeted towards us at all and I will also say that I think Nintendo gets away with murder in, term, <laughs> in terms of they get away with things that other developers don't get away with because they're Nintendo. And I will give you a hundred examples of this, okay? The okay. first one. I'm not actually going to give you a hundred, but these, just, these, yeah. these, these come to mind, okay? How has the story of Mario evolved since its inception? I'll give you a clue. Is there a story? I don't think there is one, right? I'll give you a clue. He just goes to save Peach, and that's it, right? Hasn't got a story, okay? Right, fine. So then you're like, Nick, Mario's never needed a story. Who needs a story? I'll be like, yeah, all right, fair point. Except every other developer who ever came out with a game today or from now and said there is no story in this game, people would laugh in the streets at it. So don't give me that rubbish, okay? Mm. And Mario games are being released like not in the 80s now with no story so don't give me that rubbish okay i, mean, I feel like secondly the... secondly okay. secondly the new pokemon games tell me if i'm wrong jay okay. they don't have voice acting in them no they don't no. now correct me if i'm wrong jay the original orig- well the original pokemon games didn't have voice acting no so you're telling me in 20 years nintendo haven't done voice acting in the no. game. Right, okay, interesting. And again, any other game that comes out and it doesn't have voice acting, people are probably going to be a little bit weird about that, bit miffed about that, okay? Yeah, usually when a game doesn't have voice acting, it means it's not got that big of a budget. And that's that, that's just not true for Pokemon, am I right? I will say Game Freak are definitely... It's weird. Like They've got a lot of money, but most of their money goes elsewhere it doesn't really go towards pokemon games which is strange i think someone did i did actually watch a video on this someone made a calculation about how much money pokemon makes across both merchandise and games the games don't actually make that much the merchandise does make a lot but the amount of money they put back into the games is virtually none well, I mean that explains I why don't the game know where is the so money bad. goes. Is that I, don't, I I really don't get where it goes. Like, what does it, it pay both, for? Both versions, but because they released two versions, they sell immensely well, millions and millions and millions of copies, right? And yeah. we're talking about two games, not just one, two games, because that because that's how they get you. Okay, very true. But, yeah, different versions. That is how they uh, get you. <laughs> number three, I think I'm on number three. I can't. I've already lost track. Yeah. Number true. three has the core formula of Pokemon changed in twenty years. Uh, it's had some tweaks, but not really, no. Okay. Number four. It's go out and catch a thing, defeat some people, good. And to be fair, if you got the formula, fair enough, right? Yeah. Like, Formula's Assassin's Creed, hasn't, has, Assassin's Creed hasn't changed that much, yeah. Um, yeah. Point number four. 
Look at The Witcher 3, Red Dead 2, Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And you look me straight dead in the eye and tell me that that new Pokemon game has anything anywhere near of the open world prestige that those games have, please. I wouldn't say near. I would say a hundred miles off, Jay. I mean, in terms of graphic, in terms of how alive the world feels, in terms of voice acting. Yeah, like, no. What thing is though? Again, it is kind of just depending on what you want, right? If you want, I get this. You, you could make the same argument with why do people play Animal Crossing? Sure. Because that's is that that's an that's a Nintendo game, right? Yeah. 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 So like we could you know argue again with it's just it's it's depending on the mood you're in, right? Because I I have to be in a very specific mood with Pokemon, and it's definitely not the same mood in Pokemon than it is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, I kind of have to revert my mind back a little bit and be a bit more of like a childish type thing going on. Well, that's what this this leads me on to my point, Jay. Nintendo has a huge bias with video games journalism, okay, and that's why we're not video game journalists. Absolutely. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that because that's wrong. Video game journalists have got a huge bias for Nintendo. Okay, They're, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, we've we've said it time and time again. I think we did it on this show. You yeah, look at it's, the it's right? board, it but you shouldn't incorporate that when you're doing a, trying to be an objective, subjective review. Right? Yes, I agree. Like, which is what's annoying as hell. <laughs> thing like, is, you have that like, anywhere. This is you know, there's the I amount of. I don't think you do as much though. I don't think you do. For example, when the next Assassin's Creed comes out, there are definite fans out there, but I think the review is very much are like, oh, it's an Assassin's Creed game, but it doesn't mean it'll be a nine out of 10. So I'm going to be like fairly open with it. Right. And then I just feel like when you look at reviews for Animal Crossing and like, it's all nines, it's all tens. Are you really telling me that no one who reviewed this game is like, yeah, it's a six. If you oh, like no, it, you like it. There, but there's obviously the majority usually takes over, doesn't it? That's the only thing. I just... Okay, again, point number four or five, I can't remember, right? Animal Crossing. What's changed about that formula? And do you know what, Jay? Do you it know what it is? slightly better than it used to, I guess. Slightly. Slightly. Yeah, it's just more... Like, the graphics on it are better, because it was on DS originally, wasn't it? And then it was Switch. So the, the graphics, graphics are just slightly better. The graphics don't even look that great. I want to say it's much the same gameplay-wise, but it might be slightly more tweaked to be, you know, just an improved version. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So maybe you're thinking, like, yeah, but Nick, like, they don't focus on graphics, they focus on gameplay. Uh, to which point I'd say, so they spent all that time not doing voice acting, not doing graphics, doing gameplay that is pretty much the same as the last game. So please tell me what they've actually been doing. Please. Please, someone tell me what, what where, mean, the, where the focus has been going. I guess you could also make the argument for, well, if the game's done this well without voice acting, again, with Pokemon as well, then why bother yeah. doing it with it, right? I mean, you could say that about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Why make this game an um, RPG? It hasn't been one before. Yeah, that's very true. I guess it would improve it to an extent, wouldn't it? But the thing is, though, that was a bit of a gamble, wasn't it? Like they didn't it know was. it was going to do that well. It was, but but Nintendo don't make the gamble, and I'll tell you for why, Jay, because the voice acting will be terrible. 
Yeah, no, it, I feel like voice acting doesn't really work across the entirety of Nintendo, right? There's none in none in Zelda, none in Mario. Yeah, not exactly. Necessarily. No I mean, voice acting. It's just, it's just the sort of the noises they make, right? <laughs> what does that even? Thing is, though, that that oh. makes sense for Nintendo, doesn't it? Because sure. it's all kids sure. stuff. Right? Kids and don't I want pay to, attention to that crap. And I want to emphasize that I understand that if you are part of the Nintendo audience, like they deliver on being Nintendo, and I respect that. Yeah, Nintendo However, are extremely Nintendo. Exactly. <laughs> However, as someone who is looking for new games to expand the industry, Nintendo for me are like a last hurdle where if I was going to recommend any game to someone who wanted to really see what games can do, Nintendo would be the last choice on my list. And they wouldn't even be on the list. What do they right? do? They, they don't, They're not even on the list. They just don't do anything that's new. And like, I, I can already see what's going to happen, all right? I'm going to get Breath of the Wild. Like, Nick, do you know how revolutionary that open game, open world game is? Okay, firstly, Another I haven't, play, haven't played it. Secondly... From what I hear, it's got nothing in it. Okay. Thirdly, I will play it when I can afford a Switch, and I'll let you know my honest opinions. I don't think but, you should, mate. <laughs> have you played it? Have you played, it? have you played it? I mean, it? I've played other Zelda games, and they're not that good. Oh my god, Jake! Thank you. Point number six: I have played Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, yeah, Majora's Mask. Yeah, I played that one. One. Twilight Princess, that and I can assure me, you, yeah. I can assure you, apart from Ocarina of Time, maybe because I didn't play it when it was out, even though I kind of did. None of those games are ten out of ten. I can assure yeah. you, at most, they're like an eight. At, at most, at most, Jay, 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 Jay. I played Twilight Princess for like six hours. Do you know what I did? I had to rescue a baby from a monkey. Yeah, boring. That's it. That's all. Like, honestly, tell me what I had to do in that game. I honestly couldn't tell you. I was just running around bashing things for six hours. Like, so, what's the point of this game? I, if I was, Nick, it doesn't, it doesn't start till 10 hours. In. I don't care. I'm out. See you later. I don't care. I don't care. Why should I care about Zelda? Why should I care about Link? Why should I care about this little other weird looking thing, creature? I don't care. I don't care about so any of it. I think you would have cared if you'd played it from a very young age and enjoyed it then, right? Which again is the where nostalgia. the nostalgia is probably the one of the ma- main factors of why these games still do well. And all I want, Jay, is for people to admit that. That's all I want. Yeah, it, I think especially yeah, video I game journalists, you know. especially video game journalists, because I'm just so sick of like. Do you, okay, 2017, I believe. Okay. Mm. I might be wrong here, but Super Mario Odyssey and Zelda came out in the same year, okay? And those were two of the uh, some of the only games... Maybe I'm wrong. No, maybe Super Mario Odyssey came out in 2018, actually. Could be wrong about that. Anyway. Uh, 2018. Yeah, it was 18. Yeah, you're right. Okay, fine. So Zelda came out in 2017. Super Mario Odyssey came out in 2018. Those were, like, two of the only games that got 10 out of 10s that year. Are you seriously telling me that you think Super Mario Odyssey is immediately better than Witcher 3, which, by the way, most video game journalists got wrong, okay? Uh. In terms of, like, they realising that how much of an absolute classic it was going to be. Are you seriously telling me that Super Mario Odyssey, the same game, pretty much as every other 3D Mario, but looks nicer, not that, not revolutionary, 
looks nicer, plays kind of the same, no story, no voice acting, and you're giving it a 10 out of 10. Are you serious? Like, maybe I'm the minority in this. Maybe... The Weirdly, majority... think we are. I think we are the minority. That's the annoying thing. I just... Dude, okay, okay, okay. To put it in context, point number seven. The last... I don't care I'm using this example again. The last of us makes me care more about two video game characters that in 10 minutes than pretty much any other video game character I've ever played. Okay? Yeah. Nintendo haven't made me care about Link in five games. I've never cared about Link. Who? Why should you, Jay? Why? I don't know, I don't know why it should. That's the thing. I'm very confused as to why it should. But you, exactly. Nintendo yeah. don't provide any reasons for you to like Link. I oh, imagine hey, there is a, a, hey. a reason somewhere. I just don't know where it is. No God, idea where no, it is. God, neither do I, mate. I mean, I I've guess... Played- if- Go if on. you like the aesthetic of, of Zelda and Mario, then go for it, I guess, right? Sure. If you like those games, go for it. But I truly believe that those games are for kids and for nostalgia yeah. fans. I Definitely don't see what they do new, new. I don't see what they how they advance the industry in terms of storytelling, in terms of graphics, in terms of gameplay even. some Maybe I'm wrong, but I truly believe that the majority of people who give these games tens, it's just nostalgia, dude. I guess, will that ever die? God, I hope so. Like, would the nostalgia ever die? Or the fact that, oh, I think I just, just figured something. Do you reckon they release, they've released the, all these games the same? It's because they just want to keep the nostalgia keep going over the next 20 years? Probably. Probably. Right, so let's say they release a new Mario game and a new, and a new Zelda game. Yep. But then they, they obviously market it towards a kid. So a kid who's like to 8 to 12 plays it. And they're like, oh, I love these Zelda games because uh, I'm a kid. And it's all kid-like and very simple and easy. And then fast forward to 20 years later, they're now 28. And they're like, oh, look, a new Zelda game. And I remember how I used to love this when I was 8 years old. I'll keep playing this. And then they enjoy it the same. They're going to want to keep that that you know thing going, aren't they? <laughs> Just because then they're gonna get they're gonna get money. They've got like almost like security. They've got you know insurance on how they're gonna get their money in the future. Sure, sure. They're just gonna keep making nostalgic games for people. You know, kids who are people who are kids now are gonna be playing Zelda games twenty years from now because they're gonna have that nostalgia still. Thing sure. is, though, it's probably a lot harder for a kid between eight and twelve now to play Zelda and Mario because there's a lot more options out there versus twenty years ago when there weren't as many options, right? 100%. So I think, I think Zelda and Nintendo and that entire spectrum of games is more of a product of its, of its time than anything else. Like because yeah, they, they just, wasn't as much they of just an option, they had just more haven't evolved. To grow. Yeah, exactly. The evolution is different, but it's had to adapt to its uh, to its uh, surroundings, and its surroundings have changed so much. There's a lot hard. They basically have to just adapt it to make more money versus uh, anything else. And there are some elements that, you know, I'm undervaluing. Like the music for Ocarina of Time is one of the all-time yeah. best. I will say the the music is probably one of the better things of, of Nintendo games. They definitely put a lot of time into that. I think I'm, most game developers nowadays uh, put so much time into their music because that is usually what uh, most people sort of... Uh, you know, for. audio is just as... I don't know if it's just as important as visual, but it's definitely pretty important. It helps. It's definitely a, a vital ingredient to the recipe that is a game. So Definitely. And 
like you say, Jay, I'm not sure the typical 10-year-old will play Zelda over Fortnite anymore. No, and I think Fortnite's here, so why, why would a kid bother? Like, they're just going to exactly. you know, smash their face into a into a screen with Fortnite on and go, oh, look at the colours, and then do nothing much else. And, and I don't, you know... I can I respect and admire all the love and 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 love that these past games have and I'm so glad that they give you so much joy but I'm telling you now they ain't that good. No. Not for us, not right now. Uh, if we you know, I did I didn't get I, I feel like if I had played them when I was younger I might have a bit more of a thing for it now, but that's just we did. We did, yeah, I guess. But like, I I wouldn't like not. I mean, I'm trying to think. My the only nostalgic thing game wise I have really is Pokemon. I don't think I have much else. And I guess you could technically class Assassin's Creed as level of nostalgia because the first one came out in 2006, 2007. So we were only what 12. Like that's the right time between like eight and 14 is like nostalgia time. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that's the thing jay like people may be like you haven't got any nostalgia nick i'm like i've got plenty of nostalgia for nintendo i had a gamecube i played all of those zeldas when i was like eight nine ten i had a wii i had pokemon like your excuses the excuses aren't justifiable Uh well i just want more people to recognize that there is a huge bias in the games industry for Nintendo and to also recognize that maybe these games aren't doing that much new and maybe maybe we should encourage a braver Nintendo because I think the talent's there okay and I think they have the Disney that they have the Disney factor of being able to create an experience unlike any other uh-huh. but I'm not a child I don't want to play Super Mario Odyssey. Like people are going to get offended about that. I don't care. I don't care. I'm 24. Okay. I'm 24. I don't want to play a kid's game. No. And I'm I'm, I'm saying it is a kid's game. That is what I'm saying. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree with you. I don't know, dude. I just <laughs> You know what? Maybe a better question would be why should I like Nintendo? And then you maybe you'll give me loads of, you know, loads of like, well, here's how they influenced the industry like 10, 20 years ago. And I'll be like, yep, yeah, that's great. Um, but what I'm saying is, why should I like Nintendo games right now? Because I don't mm. think you could come up with a reason, genuinely. Genuinely. No, probably not. Like, why, why should I like, why should you, why should you like Breath of the Wild? Why, like, what is there about these games that make you want to play them? Like, I assume you like the new Pokemons because they're Pokemon formula. Yeah, pretty much. Just because of the fact there's a Pokemon game. I don't know, man. I'd love for people to write in to contact at thegameopinion.co.uk and just tell me all the reasons why I'm wrong. I would love to discuss them, get your thoughts, thoughts, get your opinions. But yeah, I think Nintendo games are overrated and I don't play them and I have no desire to play them. And I'm way more interested in Spider-Man 2 in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, in God of yeah, War 2. things that require a bit more mature of a brain, I imagine. The thing is, you're not going to get that many kids playing AC Odyssey or or uh, God of War, right? True. I think you might get more than you think, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, probably more than you do, just for the fact that you know parents probably 
let their kids do whatever. But it's just, I think there are signs, like like you say, Jay. It seems like there are relics stuck in time. Uh, yeah, they're sort of product of the time. They did very well for a reason back in the day, but not so much now, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for enduring my rant, Jay. Um, yeah, no, I think that was just like you know getting that out there. I think you're you're definitely. It sounds. Uh, I guess you could just call this whole thing like a section of a part of a bigger problem, which is the you know uh, games journalism sort of has a bit of or just journalism in general has a bit of an issue uh, coming from a place that isn't necessarily biased or yes. is biased. You know that it should, probably shouldn't do, and I think people have had this problem you know a while and it definitely didn't used to be that like or it it, was, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now but the only reason we know it's prevalent now because people just want clicks and they'll you know say anything they'll they'll lie to get their thing looked at so yeah you're gonna get more people looking at an article that says this game's 10 out of 10 than this game's 8 out of 10 it's true it's true people are gonna be like oh that's the best that's that must be the best version of that thing i could possibly play i'll click on this and have a look at it Versus oh, sorry, only out of 10, probably not going to bother. That's a great point you make, Jay, right? Because I guess that obviously isn't the, the, that obviously probably wasn't the intention most of the time. I imagine it isn't. No, but they've got to keep their credibility. Do that. Like, we, again, this is a very, I imagine there's definitely a very small uh, group of people or people in general across the world that ever do that, ever make those types of decisions. But yeah, the people, the fact that it happens at all is just annoying. Yeah, and like you say, Jay, oh, it's a 10, so it must be the best version of this game, so that must be the best Mario game. Oh, it's not. Well, why is it a 10 then? You yeah. Know, like... uh, t- I feel like 10s definitely can be given out a bit too uh, easily. thing is, though, if we don't ever... Wait, where, where, you know, where is... I guess it's like you could say it's a 10 for what it is or for like the... Because the... I feel like not all games are in the same bracket right a nintendo a nintendo game isn't going to be in the same bracket as a ps4 game just isn't yeah it's going to be different it's going to be different so i feel like you guess you could say you couldn't even compare them not really 100 percent, man different bracket different bracket from the negative Nancy that I am. It's time <laughs> <Yeah>. for... <laughs> History dip, Jay. Mm. Uh, this one's for you. I wanted to discuss... Yeah, I was surprised, because... actually. This, I mean, I enjoyed the game, like, a lot, but it was a while since I played it, and I, it wasn't, I think it was that long. I don't remember. I mean, it came out in 2010, 2009. You played this game hundreds of hours, Jay. No, I don't think I played that much. There's no you, way. You, I'd be shocked if you didn't. I have to check. I, don't, I really don't think it was that much. It might have been like 40. <laughs> Fair. It's not what you're playing at all the time. Uh, no, no, I mean, it might have seemed like it. Um, but definitely not. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. I kind of want to go back and still do two. I think three is coming out at some point if it's not already out. But um, 
Yeah, it was basically it was just like another another Diablo, right? It was just like a like a sort of almost like a so we, we haven't said we haven't the name of the game yet, Jay. So it's no. Torchlight. Yeah, Torchlight. Yeah. So a, a small kind of e- well indie kind of game released on Xbox Live Arcade back on the 360 days, and like you say, it was like a Diablo like, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. So. I like, Jay, the format of asking you questions about the game, if that's all right. So I think you like that as well. Mm -hmm. So what was it about this game that you liked so much? Definitely the Diablo aspect, right? Uh Uh-huh. It was just, you know, it was another dungeon crawler. I think I actually hadn't played Diablo 3 at this point. I think this actually might have been before Diablo. I think it was. Um, So maybe this might have even been my introduction into Diablo, right? Or definitely one of the one of the earlier games. I think I'd played maybe like a Baldur's Gate type thing on my dad's PC like many years before, which is that style of you know dungeon crawler type game. It's sort of yeah. you look at it, it's like I might have must have played one of those type of games. Um, yeah, which is actually why I'm kind of excited a little bit for Baldur's Gate Three. It does look kind of cool. Um, but I think it was just a, like an improvement. Well, maybe because I was slightly younger, it came out to as an between 9 and 11 so it sort of appeased more to my younger brain at the time it was just like more cartoony and I guess it actually kind of looked a little bit like League of Legends in terms of graphics so that was again a kind of game I was playing around that time maybe um, so um, yeah it just it just I don't know it, uh, RPG elements you know loot drops the usual yeah. stuff you know Addictive gameplay loop. Addictive, yeah. Loop and stuff. Yeah. Missions okay. were just, you know, kill this. But the fact that there's boss battles in a game at any point just makes me happy. So. Yeah, I played the trial uh, a couple of years ago now, and I could totally see how you could sink so much time into that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely respect it. And Honestly, it-, it isn't that long of a game. You could probably, like, finish it in a day or two. Okay. Well, I Probably more like, more like two or three. But, uh, you know... It's fun for what it is. I I thought it had more of a special place than than I than I suspect it does. Then for you, yeah, I mean it's in there. It's probably in a, a similar vein to Diablo. I think Diablo probably has more of a special place for me just because of how it sort of was that transition from Torchlight to Diablo that made me love this type of game even more. Yeah, the fact that it's just more more mature. Like my brain has sort of like become like again more mature in in what I visually like to take in you know like i said before about liking more slightly gorier stuff or maybe like more gothic looking stuff yeah although i've kind of i feel like i've had that type of like from a very young age like i've always been into like heavier music so anything that's like that style that aesthetic has always had a bit more of an appeasement to me so diablo was like a good fit it was almost like torchlight was just like another step a milestone on towards my my journey that is diablo (laughs) So I guess it does hold a special place in that. Like the same way that Origins is like a step towards Odyssey is I guess the same way that Torchlight is a step towards the Outplay for me. Yeah. It's in there, it's just maybe not as uh as special as I'd probably you'd probably think it was. And what was it about the sequels that so the Torchlight Two came out fairly recently? I don't know. And then yeah, Torchlight Three was announced and is, is coming out. And wh- why are you not attracted to these sequels, Jay? Um, so Torchlight Two, I definitely played for a very small amount of time. Okay. 
whether or not I will ever go. I think. I don't know. It's really hard to say what, why I didn't really play it. I guess maybe just not in the mood at the time. Like I might go back to it. It's one of those ones that actually, it did come out. It came out only on PlayStation Four last year. So I was actually, I think when I actually first started playing it, it might have it might have only been on Xbox. Torchlight Two. Yeah. <clears throat> actually, it didn't actually come out on console until last year. Oh, so I, I must have played it on PC. And that's probably why I didn't like it as much. I think I played Torchlight 1 on Xbox 360, which is probably why I liked it more. And do you have... The, so if I want to play Torchlight, I'd probably have to play it now because it just came out. So, Do you have... Just trying to get an idea of where your head's at, Jay. If Diablo 4 came out next week, would you would you be interested in that? or Yes. Like, have, have you, so. Do you've got <laughs> that hole that needs to be filled? Uh, well, I've kind of filled it with Odyssey with the fact that it's... Uh, True. You know all the loot stuff. I guess yeah. helped a lot. Um, but if yeah, if that would if that was to come out, I'd be very excited about it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, got cool, you. Yeah. Oh. Actually, the fact that I've already seen I've seen gameplay of it and it, it, it looks good. So yeah, true. I'm just wondering if you have that kind of loot, you know, loot grind hole that needs to be filled. I don't know. I feel like Torchlight's an easy answer to that. It, actually, the fact that I've just found out it came out on console, I'm actually more tempted to have a look now. Okay. I'm going to Google um, Torchlight 3 and see if that's a thing that's coming at any point. I do believe it is. I could be wrong, but I do believe it is. I do well, believe there's a website for it. Let me see if there's any... Uh... Yeah, I've, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. So, hmm. It's pretty yeah. cool that... It's Actually, pretty now cool looking that... at it, it does... It's the thing. They all look very similar. I think they're definitely slightly improved. Uh, on what they've done, but yeah, I actually wouldn't mind probably going back and having a look at Torchlight Two. It, I might check it out later on just to see how much it costs. I think is definitely a big part of it as well. It seems cool that this series has been able to have you know three entries. That's pretty cool. And uh, this small series, it's such a small amount of time too, because obviously Diablo had a much larger time between uh, yes between iterations. So yeah, and um, so yeah, Jay, we've kind of reached the end of the show. Mm. Um, thank you to all the TGO show listeners. Jay, what is it you'll be playing this week? Well, this entire podcast I've been playing, uh, still farming <laughs> in Odyssey. Yeah. Um, I'll probably do that until, oh, I don't know, I might, I might do New Game Plus. Let's see how I feel. Is there any room for Wolfenstein 2? I don't think so. Not at this point. Okay. Okay. I think I've kind of forgotten about that at this point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, what uh, you grind, yeah. What? So sorry. I know you said it at the start. Of the so yeah. In 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 Odyssey, the be- technically the best uh, gear in the game is actually epic rather than legendary. Okay. Uh, because you can't farm legendary stuff. You can you they're sort of set right. Yeah. Whereas epic stuff you can actually farm to get the exact roll of what you get on your gear. <clears throat> So like a twelve percent assassin or whatever it is increase. Yeah, so I think whenever you so the max you can get only you can get the max of everything like plus fifty percent crit damage, but you can only get that at level ninety nine, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can you can have that on your engravings because you can buy it slightly earlier. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I think because I'm level seventy eight, I'm only going to be getting the lesser versions. But I think once I upgrade them at the blacksmith, they'll then themselves sort of get to the max eventually so yeah that's my idea is to get the 
the right roles on them now and then just to level up with them and hopefully get to the uh to the right build and just see how it feels i guess <laughs> i know you, what's going to happen is i'm going to get to the end of the build and I'll be like oh i'm done now i don't sure. really, I can't really do much else <laughs> and i know you've got the multiple loadout options in odyssey have you yeah. have you oh, yeah. do you use all five or whatever, however many there are Oh no! I, weirdly, I probably should, but I I just sort of stick to the one and change it while I'm on my loadout one. <laughs> I actually forgot that was a thing, but I could probably use that, couldn't I? I'll probably, actually, I might do it's that in awesome. the future. Although it's the awesome. build I'm going for now is actually a hybrid build, so it's actually the best of everything. Oh okay. So I don't really need to do that. Yeah, fair. It's like one build, all warrior. It's it's actually like an assassination build, but it it does well on everything else. Yeah, fair. Even on Nightmare, apparently. That's what I've been told. Nightmare nightmare difficulty? Yeah, even on Nightmare, it still does, like, decent. But I'm going to be playing on easy, so I don't matter. Okay, fair, fair. What about you? What are you doing? I actually have no idea what you're playing. Obviously, I mean, I guess you're playing Odyssey. Yeah, I I forgot to write it down. I um, Yeah, just all Odyssey, mate. I'm actually 11 episodes into The Sopranos last season. Uh, So I've got 10 episodes left, so I'm thinking... See, that's the thing. I've literally not deviated from this game at all. Okay. I I haven't watched a single TV show, haven't watched a single movie, haven't haven't played another game, haven't watched many YouTube videos, which I usually do. Yeah, all I've done is put every second I have of every day into this so far. It's probably the reason why I am where I am. So, I thought yeah. if I could watch something, I probably would be obviously a lot further behind. But that doesn't really matter, I think. So, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's difficult because I'm trying to finish both, I guess. But you're right; I should probably focus on Odyssey, which I will. I'll only play Odyssey, and um, yeah, hopefully, maybe finish the Sopranos as well. We'll see. Um, but. It's because, it's just because the Sopranos are so near the end now. I yeah, just you're feel almost like, there. So that's fine. Yeah, I just for me it'll be quicker to finish the Sopranos than finish Odyssey. So <laughs> oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. So thank you for your time and contributions, Jay, as always to the TGO show. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good week? Well, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. No, I'm hoping. Well, I think next end of next week probably won't be as. Uh...